Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Sometimes in the life of a Gary YouTuber, you see something online that captivates your interest and you use it for your own benefit. That's what's happening here today because we have found a tier list that was already made on the tier maker website. And we are here to do it today. I've forgotten the name of the person who did it. Thank you to West Coast Pop underscore on the Twitter machine who has put together a compilation of the worst wrestling gimmicks ever. And I, Gary YouTube, who loves to do some Gary YouTubing from time to time, thought to myself, well, while you're saying the worst wrestling gimmicks ever, that's subjective. Mm. So if I was to put my own list together, you might think they're all fantastic. So just use this, guys, and slaughter his opinion on professional (laughs) wrestling gimmicks. I think that sounds like a fun way to spend the afternoon. Yes. Any more thoughts? No, that's a g- great choice of uh, of tier list. There's some really bad gimmicks out there. Uh, let's, see oh, there if, really let's, let's see if some of them make the cut. I'm I'm very excited to start placing these in in the in the in the tier. I'm excited. Gary editor, please hit the Gary intro, please. Just in case you haven't been here before, we're going to put these worst gimmicks ever into several tiers, ranging from the worst one, which is at the top of the tier this time, because this is the worst gimmicks ever, of minus five stars. Then in severity, we're working ourselves down into effing bull poo, much like the Iron Sheik, just bad in the middle, just plain bad. Not the worst you've ever, (laughs) not the worst ever, you know, old bean. (laughs) And then, not even bad when you think about it, really, at the bottom there. Yeah, there's some some bad gimmicks that are not even that bad. We're going to kick things off with Emmalina. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 starting off strong here because it, we we saw her for months and months teasing her arrival. I've got 11 weeks in my head and I don't know why. Oh, but I think it was maybe longer. Yeah, because they had all these promo packages, Emmalina coming to Raw while she's posing on the beach and doing mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. I remember yeah. parodying that for a WTF intro way back in what the day. Intro, Sorry, my brother did that. I yeah, you, my brother. Not, yeah, not, not me, you, not my you. brother did. Somebody looked like you. Yeah, it looks sexy though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Emmalina, <laughs> after all these gimmicks, all these, all these promos hyping up her big re-debut in this new gimmick where she was a glamour model type sort yeah. of thing it just d- d- didn't bother thing is it didn't it didn't go anywhere no it could have been a decent gimmick it just didn't go anywhere and they teased it for so long that it was like it was like um, Veer <laughs> it just it just came but he on. came eventually he did eventually come Emmalina and Forty Raw didn't, did not, didn't come didn't come um, so I think it just goes in should we just go bad and then we'll just we'll work it out way from to there? The oh, middle. these are circular. <gasps> these ones, my oh, goodness! That's fancy, fancy, fancy boy. Oh. Now we have Heidenreich, and the picture used is when Heidenreich had a Hershey's chocolate bar under his arm and chocolate smeared all over his face, as if to suggest that big muscular man who's never touched a carb ate a bit of that chocolate bar. Yeah, a bit of chocolate. I do like a bit of chocolate myself. What's your favourite chocolate? My favourite chocolate is lint. I've got like a curly whirly. Curly whirly. Did you know you can get curly whirly swirlies? <sighs> I did not. You blew my mind. Go on, say that phrase. Curly, whirly, swirly. How flipping oh. fantastic is that? Anyway, he's got a pe- uh, Hershey chocolate bar under his arm, a comically big one. You'll never guess why. Why, why, Gary? Because he was in Hershey, Pennsylvania, uh, and he wanted to make friends. This is when Hyder Wright was a stupid baby face, <laughs> doing that walk that he used to do that was yeah. really, really awkward to watch. This was... Ugh. I guess we should maybe do this as babyface Heidenreich as a whole I was going to say yeah just as a, a general thing because he was he was in the Road Warriors wasn't he so like it's not a great run of 
Heinrich's career. Um, I'm jumping straight to me. I think effing bullpoo. Effing bullpoo. It's markedly worse than it is worse than, than Emily. No potential. No, not at all. And he, he, you know, he, he did the the thing he should have done yeah. when he was feeding with Undertaker and that sort of stuff. And then I guess once you've done that, and yeah, it yeah, just it went is, bad. Yeah. Kung Fu Naki, a gimmick that is aged <laughs> like uh, milk. Yeah, it has aged. Like milk, it, it's not a it's not a fun gimmick to look back on, is it? It's Vince McMahon's penchant. If you come from a certain country, you must be a certain way. That's that's very true, and it's it's a minus five star straight away five star. because it's you can't. There's no redeemable quality of no. it. No, when he was SmackDown's number one announcer, oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. But when it's Kung Fu Naki, that's just that's just not fun. It's like we got flashback. Well, when Akira Tazawa was dressed up as the ninja, yeah. I was like, oh no! Like Tazawa was good. Funaki was great. Yeah, that was not great. That, that was, was not great. It was a nice picture there anyway. All the that same. Sense, we'll move things on to Eugene. Okay, I, it's it's. A minus five stars. There's not much we can really. It's 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 a it's a terrible gimmick in the fact that it's it's not done in any it's not when you can do we were not laughing with Eugene were we no we were laughing at Eugene in the way he was booked back in the day it's like like Kung Fu Naki looking back on it it's not aged well and as much as Nick Dinsmore did what he was told to with the character I mean he was this is going to sound awful he was convincing in the role okay Okay. can we say that I I don't know I think I think you can say that in the sense that he was given his job and he did the job well yeah and it it was a character that as you said you weren't laughing with him you were laughing at which is horrible and looking back on it but it is a product of its time but it is minus five stars it was a job he was given a job he did well but a job he should never have been given in the first place absolutely that is Eugene as a gimmick yeah there's not much more we can say on that but it shouldn't shouldn't have been done Paul Burchill had a lovely time in WWE. He ranged from an incestual lover man in his, in with his sister. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> but the gimmick in question here today is Paul Burchill, the pirate, who appeared on SmackDown via rope to, because Pirates of the Caribbean was a thing. Wait, well, yeah, so he appeared like a year, two years after it was a thing because <laughs> Vince McMahon has to go, oh, pirates are hot, and they're like, no, that was three years ago. Yeah. Um, I'm, I've got quite a, a bias for this one. Why? Because when I would play SmackDown vs. Raw 2007, I loved his entrance. Because you swing in from a rope. It's cool. Mm. It's cool, is it? I thought it was cool. Is this I like, was... you know when James May on Top Gear back in the day, when he would go, oh, that's cool, that. But because he said because it was cool. it's James May that's saying it's cool. It's not cool. It's not cool. So that's exactly... <laughs> I'll take that. I'm James May. The James May of Cultaholic. <laughs> but yeah, I, I liked his gimmick at the time. I was a child, so I guess that's exactly. How old what were you in two thousand and seven? In two thousand and seven, I would have been nine. But I, it was I was in two thousand and seven. I think it was maybe two thousand and six. It's around that ballpark. Yeah. yeah, but I I didn't think it was too bad. But actually, looking at the gimmick and thinking today, it's it's bad. And it's close to effing bullpoo. I mean, you look at it one way, or you could look at it the other way, and it's a man, a big muscular man with a sword. So it's basically Drew McIntyre. It's Drew McIntyre again. It's but a it's bit more airy. Wherever, wherever you come from, maybe maybe Paul Burchill wasn't from England, but was from the Caribbean, <laughs> and he's actually Johnny Depp. Uh, I'm gonna go bull because it's it's one of those gimmicks where, and sometimes you need to show it to a non-wrestling fan. If you showed that gimmick to a yeah. non-wrestling fan, they'll question your life choices to why you're a fan of professional wrestling. Having said that, though, it would fit perfectly into NXT 2.0 right now. <sighs> if, if done right, yeah. If done, if if done, done right. right. Not the way Paul Burchill was yeah. done, but if done right, of course, it would flourish in NXT 2.0. Now, the B-team are on here. B-team, B-team, go, go, go. Yeah. These battle scars. There, 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 there. What a theme. Yeah, what a theme indeed. Um, obviously, started life as the Miztourage and then morphed into the B-team. I thought the B team jumped the shot. Is jump the shot the right way? Put sh- it? So you think they they, they were they, good as they the Mr. Raj and then just went too far? Because in the Mr. Raj, you obviously had the Miz who thinks he's an A-lister, and they mm-hmm. thought they were sort of A-listers too, but they were because yeah. they were the Miz's lackeys. Therefore, they were less A-lister they were than less. the Miz. Yeah. He wasn't A-list to begin with himself. The thing is, though, they were really fun together. Yeah. Like they're not they're not the worst gimmick that we've already got on the field. They're the best gimmick the we've best, seen so far. Yeah, and I think not the worst ever you know old bean it's yeah. kind of the appropriate tier for them because as you said they were better at one point 
They didn't fall too far. And the pair of them, they were good wrestlers. Really good. And yeah. I know what it's, it's, we have to say here, I thought, you know, immoral is a word that's thrown around from time to time with WWE. But I thought mm -hmm. the, the merchandise for the B team, where it was literally just a B, B. that was shoved on a white shirt. <laughs> they sold that for money. When you could have just gone down to Primark, paid £2 for a T-shirt, £1 for a Sharpie and made the same shirt for a tenth of the price. Absolutely, you could have saved a bit of cash. But And as well, they... Uh, they did well with it. If we're if we're saying that Eugene Raw Tag Team Champions, by the way, exactly. <laughs> if we're saying the other like such as Eugene did well in the role, I think they excelled in the role as well. They mm. they were on TV regularly, and if you look at the previous list, Michael McGillicuddy wasn't doing anything. He was terrible as Curtis Axel. I've done it. There you go. That's where even, they belong to be. Even not even that bad thing about it. We've talked ourselves out of I it. I think that's fair. Yeah. Moving on now to AJ Styles, the phenomenal AJ Styles. We all know AJ Styles, oh, don't we? Love AJ Styles. His gimmick is pretty easy. He's phenomenal. He's phenomenal he's, and he's a you good see, Christian man. You see that wrestler over there? He's better than him. Yeah. And he likes to show you why. The farmer strength. So for some reason, Fraser, as, you want you, as I want you to elaborate on, for yeah. some reason, TNA decided to make AJ Styles a little Ric Flair. Yeah, he was part of the, the Fortune Four because they, they were like, we've got to have our own force horsemen. But there was five in it because that makes sense. But they brought, let's pair him with Ric Flair because they gel very naturally. You know, Ric Flair, notorious for his behind-the-scene antics. Uh, whereas AJ Styles is a very wholesome... Nice Christian man who has a family and a wife of many, many years, and they thought, let's make him a womanizer with blonde tips and a robe and a robe. Where he, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great, but it's like peak Hogan TNA. Yeah. So I think straight away, just purely because you've got such a such a talent and such a bad gimmick paired, it's got to be effing bull poo for effing me. Effing bull poo for me as well. It just um, it never is a concept. It just should never have got off the paper. Yeah, because it was, was written he down was on. Perfect for just like, oh, here's your top guy. As you said, he's better than everyone else. Not in a, he's better than everyone else, and he's cocky. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh, he's a really good wrestler. It's just a thing that should never have happened. Yeah, I please. think that's what we need to say about that. Quickly moving on now to a gimmick which, I, it's it's Irish chicken Becky Le Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said it earlier. It's it's a WWE going. You're from there. That's your gimmick. Yeah. Being Irish, they've gone. You've got to do a dance. It's like Drew recently. They're like, you've got to wear a kilt and have a big sword because everyone from Scotland's got a big sword. Everyone in Ireland just they walk around doing an Irish like jig. It's like when Scott, they're not uh, Grandmaster Sexay was on SmackDown to know your role. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't just walk. He would do his <laughs> jiggy thing. Yeah. So Becky Lynch, obviously being Irish, would have to do the Irish jig yeah, everywhere she went. She was happy. She was go lucky. She wore green. Yeah. She yeah. wasn't an alcoholic. No, that's true. They, they, they did save that <laughs> cliche. Um, so it's it's bad for me because they, they, they gave her a terrible gimmick, but it wasn't. It was just a gimmick of oh she dances, and we've seen worse. You're Irish, therefore you do that. It's just no thought put into it whatsoever. Obviously, no attention paid to what she'd done previously in the wrestling world. Yeah, but which is really weird because it's NXT mm -hmm. and it's, it's NXT on its when it's rise and it's given a weird, very NXT 2.0 gimmick. No, oh, how dare oh. you? Gotta get those shots. No, in. why would you say that? In. Why would I you feel say like that? you would have uh, a, an Irish dancing gimmick in NXT 2.0. No, you wouldn't. What is giving you that impression from NXT 2.0? Yeah. Ah, just little, little hints. What that you culturally might. appropriate gimmick? Culturally appropriate gimmick. As, hmm. Or culturally inappropriate, inappropriate gimmick. gimmick. That's true. There's not many, is Exactly. There? There's not many. But I feel like you would fit in a dancing, hmm. dancing gimmick. How dare you. Akeem the African Dream is next up. Talk Which, about insensitive gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because he's big and fat and he dances. Yeah, right. So before we came in here, I watched his debut promo. Right. It's terrible. What like, happens? It, it, you know, the, the, your, I think it's is it Gene Okerlund is standing in a, a, a very rough area. <laughs> with a barrel that's oh, on fire. fire yes and he comes out the and fire and he's like he? they told me I was going to the deepest darkest pits of Africa and then <laughs> Slick comes along and goes it's Akeem and he it's not good please just we can't I, I don't want to I would love, to, love to have lived in this period of time because obviously this is one man gang before well just yeah. after he was one man gang so this is like who's big and hard just on the Dury roster today it's uh, let's say Veer Mahan Veer yeah Leaving us as you know the lion via Mahan, of course, and coming back as the African dream. <laughs> it's very similar to that. <laughs> Von Wagner just disappearing one day I and coming back and saying he's Russian. 
I wish he would. Uh, but Akeem the African Dreamer has not got much redeeming qualities about him, as much as entertaining as some people might have found it. Yeah, it's Bruce like, Pritchard certainly loved it. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't. I really Dude, can't see any redeeming qualities. Lex Vince McMahon's it's, ass. It's not even going. You're from here. That's your gimmick. It's going. You're not from there. But here's the gimmick that yeah. we would give someone. We're working our way down here. I think far? effing bull poo, but it's worse. Merging. I think it's the worst yeah, one worse in there than so far. And that, well, let's rank it in there like that. I think AJ Styles is worse than those those two in there. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. Next up, we move on to... Now, this person has put David Arquette, WCW World Champion, in there. But I'm not going to dignify that with a place on this tier list. Okay, because it's too good. Eric Bischoff or Vince Russo, whoever was in charge at that time, mm. said, Fraser, would you want to be WCW World Champion? <sighs> Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. I think he's too good for this list. The zombie from ECW. Obviously, rest in peace to the guy who played him, passed away, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were making a zombie joke. No, he actually died, didn't he? It's a shame. But obviously with ECW, the reboot going on sci-fi, they wanted more of these weird, wacky supernatural gimmicks, so they gave the man the zombie. And when you're an ECW fan, we're coming off ECW One Night Stand 05, ECW One Night Stand 06, you're thinking, wow, hardcore, extreme, it's all coming back. Uh, And there's the zombie going, That was was top It was the first nail in the coffin. That was the first. The yeah, it, yeah, it really was. It was like, okay, this is this has set the scene well. Um, there's no redeeming qualities to this gimmick in terms of what you can actually do with it. No, well, I mean, he got it's a zombie, but he got beat beaten up by the Sandman with a kendo stick, didn't he? But it's weird the fact that in WWE canon, to use the term, they've got an undead mortician. Yeah. But a zombie just on its own just is is a bit too much. Yeah. I think it's it's, it's been. It's, what, bin? It's ben, minus, it's five, minus star. five stars. Minus five stars. You couldn't see WrestleMania main event. It's another one zombie those... yeah. versus Triple H. Well, maybe you could mm. if you took acid. Um, but it's one of those gimmicks, a game where if you showed your non-wrestling f- uh, fan pal, yeah. oh, look, this is what I watched this week. They'll be sitting there just, why am I friends with you? Yeah, no one's going to go, oh, you've got to watch this week's Die season. alone, you sad it. man with your zombies. Uh, next up, we'll move on to the boogeyman, and he's going to get you with his clock and whatnot. Yeah, he was his clock again talking SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. That was I was like, oh my god, this is the coolest. This was such a weird. It's such a weird ever. thing to look back on because it's a, a gimmick that descended into comedy, really good yeah. comedy. <laughs> but it started off as a proper serious gimmick because you go back to WrestleMania 21, mm-hmm. 22. One in Chicago, and you see Booker T. You know, Hall of Famer twice over Booker yes. T. Big muscular man Booker T. Squashed, scared. Yeah. Yes. Terrified of the boogeyman. I mean, have you seen his face paint? Yeah. I mean, if, it's if really good face, face paint, paint, to be that fair. That could be just the boogeyman. It never seemed to wear off. Like, you know, right? when stings would wear off because of sweating and whatnot. When being in school, it was always like, that's his face, he's tattooed. What, t- what kind of paint are you using? It's incredible. It's, it's just Sharpie. Well, in Marty. <laughs> Marty with your birth certificate that wasn't. That was fake for tough enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, excuse me. Where we're there, though. I reckon not the worst ever, you know, will be. Yeah, it had, it, again, it had potential that there was something there. He was. It was never going to be a world champion gimmick, but no. for a middle of the card entertaining thing that produced moments like Queen Charmel getting a face full of worms, why the hell not? But for every moment like that, you've got the, the growth being eaten off the face. That was that scarred me. I remember watching that on Friday night over here in the UK, mm. and that scarred me, that did. True horror. Yeah, I'd just gotten over Kane unmasking, and then that came along several years later. Terrifying. Anyway, we move on now to Muhammad Hassan. <sighs> Timing. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing with this is they started off, what, fairly strong with it, where it was I mean, like, it was like, it was, it was nice the way it was done in that, the fact he was going, you're all horrible for me for no reason other than, you know, who I am and the way I look and this, that and the other. And then obviously what happened in London happened. Yes. And they had to just end it. But the thing is weird because that gimmick at the time, that was a heel. That was just wrestling, though, wasn't it? That, that, that was a heel. It was like, look, I'm being discriminated against because of who I am, mm. and you all think I'm this, but I'm not. And then that was meant it to just get hurt because it was true. Yeah. This is me looking at it through the eyes yeah. of a fan back yeah. in the day, of course. Not my own views. But, like, <laughs> now, that, that, that gimmick, I think that gimmick had legs to, to stand on, and it's just they decided to go in a very weird direction with it. And it's a gimmick that could still be used today. That's the... Yeah. The, I was going to say the best thing about it, but... It, 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 it's one that it, it could be used because it, it's still unfortunately a real aspect of life for, for people and the fact yeah. that they just there's discrimination and it was done 
well to start off with, and it just it just tips. It's the, the one who used the terror is the the, the mass the the, the, the lads in the Ballyclavers and, and, and the like, Undertaker okay, and the right. piano wire and all that sort of stuff. It's typical WWE. Yeah, and it's just Vince McMahon being Vince McMahon. But do we go there? Not I even think bad, not you even bad when you think about the it. The initial part. For the initial, I think you've got to then put it, maybe you, maybe the bottom, if not the worst. Not the worst in there, because yeah. of what it turned into eventually before they had to cancel it, obviously. So there we go, Mohammed Hassan. Lovely man. I'd never met him. But I, I assume, assume he would be. He's yeah. a school teacher. Yeah. They're all yeah. lovely people, aren't they? I like Backstreet Boys in sync too. Britney Spears is kind of cute. I watch duh, duh, duh on MTV. Everybody, three, one, two, three. Three count everybody. That's incredible. I should have had those lyrics. I should have had those lyrics written down. Wow. They've just gone from the back of my head slightly. It's like karaoke at the summer party. Three counters only. I murdered that song <laughs> in the best way possible. <laughs> I didn't realise how bad I sounded until someone showed me the video the morning after. I think that's everyone with karaoke. You yeah. can't, no one sounds good in karaoke. That's I thought I was point. doing it. I do Elton John and George Michael don't let the sun go down on me for my karaoke song. And it's been my karaoke song for about eight years at this point. And I heard myself back for the first time at the, 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 the Cultaholic mm. tri Triple Jump summer, summer Bonanza at the Caravan Park. Mm. And I sounded terrible. I loved your little, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Elton John. Yeah, that's what it said. Brought, he brought it together. Brought yeah, it together. Wonderful. Anyway, three counts here. They are. For some reason, I was a big fan of three count in WCW. Why? Because they had dancing mats, and they would put the mats in the ring, and they would dance, and people would hate it because they were jealous of their dancing abilities and their singing abilities. Mm. I love 90s cheese, okay. and this was 90s cheese encapsulated in a wrestling gimmick. I, I, I'm unfortunately not too clued up on, on three count. They were, what they were do you, that's, a, it's, that's it, basically. Take your, uh, the steps, right? Yep, steps. This is steps, but if it was three men with muscles. Shane Helms. I would have put the world title Evan on. Evan Courageous, with yep. his muscular yep. body. And uh, the number one MFA, Shannon Moore. I'm going to sneeze, Shan sorry. <laughs> what a sneeze. I should have done it in arm. <laughs> learned nothing from the pandemic. Anyway, three count, where are we going? Well, as I think you've got the, the authority on this one. You I mean, I'm, the I'm blinking. Orders. So I am. I, where, are you, where are you putting them? Where do you want to put them? Uh, where would you put them? And then I'll... I would put them there. You would put them there? Okay. I mean, I, a lot of what I'm basing on this is their potential as a gimmick. Did that have legs to, to stand on? Did, yes, it have a, because, did it have a good run? Right. Imagine, right, if Brock Lesnar joined... What's like a, a rubbish dancing gimmick here in 2022? Um, in 2022, <coughs> is there a rubbish dancing gimmick at the moment? Well, let's just say, imagine Brock Lesnar joining Steps. That's what three count was when they brought in Tank Abbott. Tank Abbott, one of the hardest men in the world, yeah. right? Became a member of three count and they'd have him dancing and whatnot. Well then, That's how good it was. not the worst ever, you know, you old bean. Yeah. Shall we put it up? I think it's, it's, it's worse. I, it's weird saying worse because it's the way we've got it, but worse. Mohammed Hassan. Yeah, yeah. Why well, the first part? Yeah, to go. Yeah. Taking my blinkers off, of course. Of course. I was a big fan of their uh, three count. Gene Snitsky, baby kicker. <laughs> just on a comedy level, <laughs> it's it's just abs absurd, but it's it's funny. <laughs> was it Gene Snitsky's fault? Um, yeah, because he did hit. He did. He hit did, Kane really he, hard with yeah, the chair, and he he also just kicked the baby. <clears throat> Kicked the baby in the crowd. That's one of the funniest scenes of folks that are non-wrestling fans. When they're like, oh, you're a wrestling, that would make them wrestling fans. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think he needs to be not even bad when you think about it. Really? Oh no. no. Where, where was your thoughts? I could in here somewhere. Not the way. Oh, yeah. is he right? You 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 know your three count. Is he better or worse than three count? He's worse than three count. So, but is he worse yeah. than Boogeyman? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. There you go. Is he? Yeah. But is Becky Lynch, is, is he on the same level? Because Snitsky back here, he was still, this is before he, they made him shave all, like every single hair on his body off and made him, yeah. the acne came out because yeah. the roids were stopped being used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, allegedly. allegedly. It's what it looks like anyway. Yeah. Um, but this is when he was sort of being booked as a big strong lad on Monday Night Raw. And I don't look back too badly on Gene Snitsky. On Gene Snitsky. He's just one of those talents that has kind of been forgotten about in the in. I mean, he's, the not, he's not. He's not like he's one of the best ever. But he's that's not what one I mean. Not one of the worst he's, ever. He's just well, there you go. I've just said there. So there, not even the worst. Worst ever. Baby kicker Gene Snitsky. And that moment's fantastic. He was a fantastic elimination at the Royal Rumble. He's the mm -hmm. guy who oh. hoofed Paul London <laughs> in the nice head, clothesline. sent him flying. He couldn't have done that without Gene Snitsky. Go on, Gene Snitsky. Isaac <laughs> Yank of DDS, brought in by Jerry the King Lawler in the mid '90s, an occupational gimmick that worked. Oh yeah, and of course because everyone hates the dentist. Everyone hates dentists. Yeah. That's. 
it's an interesting gimmick in that we're kind of well we've got a, we've got an occupational dentist currently wrestling a wrestling dentist very um, different vibes very though. different vibes not in this sense we've already been to her surgery once rather than every yeah. week and then looking at them like point yep. of view camera and then it's it's a it's a bad gimmick yeah and it's again it's the, the performer <clears> did um did all right with it like he did all right with it it's not a great one obviously they I changed think it fairly just bad just bad yeah, I mean, I, I would I would make an argument for effing bull poo because it's not great at all. There was but you think about the times and everyone was an occupational gimmick, so you had to have that's something. That's fair. 1995 was film. You had yeah. the trash men. You had plumbers. Uh, the roadies. Yeah. You had, yeah, everyone. So, okay. Bad is fair for Bottom a bad. I think. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's fine. Oklahoma from WCW was Ed Ferrara. I like to say Ferrara, like Andy Gray used to say Paolo Ferrara on football commentary back in the day. That's a reference two people might get, (laughs) Uh, but I liked it all the same. Ed Ferrara was a creative worker back in WWE, a worker for creative, Mm -hmm. not a creative worker. I don't know if he was good or not. We worked for the creative team in WWE back in the the WWE, and when Vince Russo jumped over to WCW, over he went as well. I don't know if it was before, just after, whatever, but he was there during the Russo days, and for some reason, they had this not... This man who didn't have Bell's palsy pretend he had Bell's palsy and take the piss out of Jim Ross, who legitimately had Bell's palsy. Uh, for that, again, it's it's sort of looking at that sort Minus of, five yeah, stars. that Eugene sort of area of it's, they yeah, should definitely so. not be making a, a gimmick out of that sort of thing. Um, minus five stars. There's no argument there. It's just terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Pieces of poof, even considering to do it. Yes. That's what I think. To hell with you, Gilbert's on here. Gilbert was a jobber. He filled his role. I think that's fine. The gobbledygooker, that deserves to be on there. Because, of course, the yeah. build to Survivor Series 1990, the massive egg was there. Undertaker was scared he was going to be egg man. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't. He was dead man. He was the dead man. It's yeah. just, it's sad when you think who was under the... It was, it was a Guerrero. Guerrero. He had a Guerrero. Yeah. Under a mask. Not playing. Eddie, though. Hector. No, Hector. <laughs> but you had a Guerrero all the same under there as the gobbledygooker. It's not a good gimmick. No. There's no redeemable qualities of this gimmick in terms of anything. It's it just was a dancing turkey because Thanksgiving, yeah. Survivor Series, that's where it traditionally happened back in the day, of course, and that's just why it was a thing. And it wouldn't have been as bad if they hadn't built it up going, what's in the egg? You know, it's, 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 it's terrible. This was arguably the main selling point of that year's Survivor Series. 
Yeah. I don't remember because of Undertaker's Undertaker. debut, but heading into the show, it was all about what's in this bastard egg. Imagine if the Undertaker was <sighs> was the, the gobbledygook. That would have been dreadful. Where do we? Effing bull poo. Effing bull poo. I minus mean, five stars right at the bottom. Well, yeah, and minus five. They had no good about it. Cause, There's yeah. literally nothing good about that gimmick. It's the swagger soaring eagle before the swagger soaring eagle. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, the swagger saw an eagle. Yeah. I thought you were making a reference to something that wasn't no. ref- a wrestling there. Yeah, swagger. Yeah, his eagle. That was a fun gimmick. Was it? Everyone loves an eagle. Oh, yeah. Americans do. Black Rain. Now, whatever you do, do not go on Twitter no, 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 and no. say it to Gold Dust, Dustin Rhodes, Dustin Runnels, Black Rain, because he'll block you. Yeah, don't do it. He hates this period of his life. And I can see why. And rightfully so, because he had a porn moustache, <laughs> a horrible wig, and a rat in a cage. Yeah, it's not a... It's a peak TNA. I don't even know what the gimmick was about. It was just Goldust, but he wore black. Yeah. And he, he was a bit miserable. Yeah. And it wasn't a good gimmick for him. He looked like he wasn't having a good time. It's, it's not minus five stars, because it was just legally getting around that Goldust sort of gimmick. I was going to say, it could, it could have worked. It could have, but it was a, a low point in Dustin Rhodes' career, life and yeah. his career. And it just, there was nothing there. He wasn't inspired in the role. He was clearly not enjoying it if he's blocking people for even referencing it. He wants to forget about it, and I think everyone else should. Yeah, I think bad is the right place for it on this list. I think the, you know, if, if you know, if Goldust today, or Dustin Rose today was like, I'm just going to be called Black Rain and dress like that, they could mm-hmm. make it work. It was redeemable. Yeah, there's a there's a chance there. There's yeah. potential, and I think yeah, bad is an appropriate place for it. Uh, we'll just go with a shockmaster now. I don't know what else we need to say here, but there we go. Just from the look of it, stars. the debut, everything about it, minus five stars. What I want to know is, what would they have done if they didn't botch that entrance? How big a deal would they have made the shockmaster? Surely, with a sparkly stormtrooper helmet, it can't have been anything. Surely, I know it was the early '90s and there was yeah. just cartoons everywhere, everywhere all the time, but it can't have been anything. Yeah, you would you would think, but it's WCW. Yeah, they had RoboCop, didn't they? I yeah, guess they, it could they have had been RoboCop. Something, but it's minus five stars. One of the most infamous debuts in professional wrestling history. Shorty G, excuse me now. Who was labelled Shorty G by big baldy bastard Baron Corbin because mm-hmm. Corbin is tall and Shorty G is short, and then it happened for so long that Shorty G decided to embrace his shortness. Yeah. <laughs> and be willingly called Shorty G and wear a horrible, like, basketball-inspired attire. It was for, crap. For, for no reason. Because he's not a basketball player. No, well, he's, he's, he's a collegiate wrestler. Yeah. Why? It's a pointless gimmick for, for someone who's incredibly talented that everyone was sort of touting as the next Kurt Angle. And rightfully so, because you go back to 2015 NXT when American Alpha was in their infancy. In- yeah, infancy. infancy. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Chad Gable gave Jason Jordan a professional wrestling career. Yeah. He gave Jason Jordan crack. Not like <laughs> banter. But, yeah. I don't like saying the word he banter. Gave him, he gave him the... He gave him the banter. The yeah. Kavorka. He was... He, he was massively underutilised in the Shorty G gimmick I'm glad they're getting away from it I'm loving his gimmick at the moment oh the yeah whole he's being Kurt Angle yeah. sort of thing he's Kurt Angle he's doing <coughs> what we want him to want you to see him do but Shorty G I'm glad we've moved past that I it's, think just it's, it's just bad it's just bad because he did well with it yeah. that's the thing that did he do well with it yeah because he, nobody cheered him but nobody cheered him <laughs> but he, he didn't he, he didn't seem miserable he came out gave it his all even if the crowd didn't react to it that's not on him like, it's just, you, no one can get that gimmick over. It was over. bad writing as well. Yeah. Really bad writing on his part. He was just naff, wasn't he? He yeah. was just so much better now and the stuff he's doing with Otis in the Alpha Academy. Mm. Moving on now to Kevin Thorne, who was a vampire who had a girlfriend, and his girlfriend was also a vampire and liked hanging upside down on the ropes. Yeah, they did. They did all that, and it's it's funny that they, they like... WWE likes their supernatural gimmicks. Well, this is to coincide again, like the zombie earlier on in the video, with the ECW reboot on sci-fi. It's sci-fi, it's... Because, it's... of course, Kevin Thorne, as we get into... We'll do a, we'll do a two-for-one right now, Ooh. because Mordecai's coming up as well. That, of course, was Kevin Thorne, who was earmarked for a big feud with The Undertaker. But then, I think... It, I, might, I might be misremembering yeah. this, but I listened to Brucey P's podcast, and they had big plans for Kevin Thorne, The Undertaker. I think it was to have a WrestleMania feud, yes. but then Kevin Thorne, who trade Mordecai of course did some stuff in a bar and got in trouble and because of that they took everything away from him and basically he pissed it all away yeah there's what this is off the top of my head remembering from Brucey P's podcast back in the day it's just a sort of missed opportunity it's one of those what ifs in wrestling and I think he it's an interesting gimmick of Mordecai is that what the reverse Undertaker it's yeah. like for any any DC fans it's the reverse flash it yes. would have been, yeah references it's um, the schlaff 
Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's it. But I think it could have. Mordecai had Hush potential. Laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's one a yeah. gimmick that they could have gone back to. Like if he'd actually got it over and if it done well, you had a replacement Undertaker. Maybe he might not have been as good. What? No. And he probably wouldn't. He wouldn't have had as big a career as we've seen. But it had potential more than just Kevin Thorne. Yeah. So Kevin Thorne is worse than Mordecai. Is I that would what we're say saying? so. Yeah, I would say Kevin Thorne is bad. He's still making a living off the Kevin Thorne name today, though. There you go. Mordecai, I think they're both on an even keel, mate. Yeah, but it's not as bad. Yeah, so put, yeah, so bad's, yeah. Yeah. Badder is that way. Over if we are ranking, we haven't ranked these ones in terms of bad. Well, not, but we'll, we'll get to that. At the end. Max Moon. What's your thoughts? Wait, it's, it's one of those, well, I'll say it again. Yeah. You're embarrassed to be a wrestling fan when yeah. he comes out. Imagine, imagine, what are you watching? Oh, it's just. Nothing. And the yeah. craziest thing was, obviously, uh, originally it was going to be Conan portraying Max Moon because mm-hmm. he was the biggest star in Mexico, Mexican wrestling at the time. Like, yeah. a, like a pop star, so he was. Yeah. Got all the ladies, him and Vampiro back in the day. And then they're going to put that on him. Yeah, terrible idea. Terrible, terrible. Imagine doing that now. Yeah. That well, would be atrocious. Yeah, what's the closest we've been to in terms of like a Neville? Neville when they oh, almost Nikki had the Mike, Mike. Um, Yeah, but that's not as... Terrible. <laughs> no, we're near as terrible. That's not our list. This self-awareness with Nicky yeah. SH, whereas this was like, he's in that. But again, it's a sign of the times. This was like the early 90s in the, in the WWF. Yeah. At the time, it was all cartoon gimmicks. and Cartoons and occupations, and his occupation was, was Superman from the moon. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we move on to the superhero in training. Fraser, if you put the first letter of what I've just said there okay. in order, what does it spell out? I don't want to say it. I can't say it because we'll get... Bring we'll me get the horizon song about it. Once they said, sugar, honey, ice and tea. Did, I, yeah, it's the same sort of you've thing. You've done a lot of singing in, this yeah. thing, in today's tier list. I'm a big fan of singing, mate. Yeah. I'm a wonderful singer. Anyway, we got uh, big old bloody Rosie, who was the superhero, <laughs> the superhero in training under the hurricane. It was funny because the hurricane was, rel- I say relatively small, because in real life he's not small. But he's rel- not, yeah. Relatively, in terms of the, the roster back in the early noughties, he was small. And Rosie was massive. Oh, he was a big and, boy. And Rosie was the, like, the, the inferior to the smaller man, and I guess that's where the joke was. He was, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he did well with the character. Like, it's a bad gimmick to get saddled with in terms of, like... Especially when he were three-minute warning. Yeah. They were yeah, good They then. were really good. Um... And he, I think Rosie had a bit more potential than what they utilised. But I, for me, it is just bad. It is just bad. It is just bad. It, there's nothing terrible. There's no. It's not effing bull, bull poo. It's just bad. And I guess there is that little bit of awareness there with the crappy name to go like, oh, this isn't a serious gimmick. So, you know, if your non-wrestling was, fan friend comes around, he goes, yeah. oh, I can see what they're doing there. And it was attached of. to the hurricane. And the hurricane yeah. was quite, kind of what always... Maybe not. he's not a featured prominent star, but he was always around that mix of like, oh, he's a comedy character. You know what you're doing. Mm, there we go. Just bad. Just plain old Just bad. bad. Old MacDonald had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. And on that farm, he had a mantor. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> what noise did mantor make, Fraser? Oh, I don't... Uh, ooh, I can't even do it. Go on, Fraser. Go on. Give it the beans. Uh, I can't do Come it. Come on, you're a Gary YouTube for goodness sake. What was the noise, Ross? Let's... <laughs> oh, really good. Yeah. I'm 30 years of age. How old are you? I'm 23. We're doing cow noises. Yeah. Or mantle noises. We're doing cowies. Yeah. Oh, I wish we were. <laughs> Bloody hell. Get us through the end of this tier list. Anyway, <laughs> minus five stars for Mantar. Mm, yeah, there's not nothing good coming from that gimmick. It's the Shockmaster sort of all over again, isn't it? Yeah. When he took the thing off and it was the, the big bald head with the paint on, it was like, oh dear. It should be one of those gimmicks. Like... It's a famous one from Brucey P. Once again, I used to be a big fan of that podcast. Just listen to mm-hmm. him tell stories that you knew were bollocks. It was entertaining. Yep. But he would always tell the story of Terry Taylor as the the Red Rooster. It was supposed to be like the the Kavorka of a Red Rooster, like you know, going around the hen, yeah. going like, "Oh, I'm going to shag you, yeah. chickens." Uh, <laughs> not actually being a Red Rooster, going. Yeah. Uh, this should have been the the Kavorka of a mantor. Okay. Not actually being being a mantor, a Am big I? bull thing. But like just. I'm, you're a wrestler and you're like I want to be a tough champion yeah. I'm going to put on it's like the head of a cow the gimmick should have been Rhino yeah, Rhino yeah. wasn't actually a Rhino no, it wasn't. Rhino did a big move like a Rhino would do the spear 
that, obviously a rhino, a rhino would, does a wood head but yeah, like that, yeah. Mantle should have been more like that than what it was and because it was what it was and it had Jim Cornette with it by the way and Jim Cornette couldn't even make it work yeah so it must have been bad it was really bad minus five stars minus five stars the spirit squad right so I actually think they were very fun and I, as much as it's they were a, a crappy gimmick again it's the thing that they did well with it and they, they had a tag team title reign which looking at the list of everyone else in there we've got B team in there and we put them down at this sort of not even bad when you think about it partly because they had a title reign yeah so I think the spirit squad has to be in that conversation they knew what they were they were very self-aware although WWE treated them in a way that was like oh look at the male cheerleaders that's yeah. a weird thing it's you should not. hate them because they're male cheerleaders, cheerleaders which is danced and stuff Again, no, it's really athletic. It's really. I athletic. wish I could throw a man it's, in the air like that. It, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's dancing or jumping about and doing cheerleading. It's not that weird. And it's not even that bad. We think because they were to a man pretty good wrestlers. I know Kenny Dykstra was obviously earmarked as the, yeah. the standout boy. Dolph Ziggler speaks for himself. Then you've got Mikey, and you've got <laughs> Dicky. I can't remember they're all the names now. Nikki, yeah, or Nikki was obviously Nick yeah, Nemeth. Nick Nemeth. Uh, but I, to, none of them crapped the bed, I thought, when they were doing the wrestling. Yeah. And you know what? I love their finisher. I love it when they were just, especially on Shawn Michaels, for some reason when Shawn Michaels took that alley-oop thing, oh, he would go really high. Got really high. It's just a shame they got buried on TV, getting sent back to OVW. In a box. In a box. But yeah. they're not even bad when you really think about it. When you it. really think about it, it's not even that yeah. bad. Uh, so next up we have Vito. Now, Fraser, you right, did a bit of yeah. re-jogging of the memory about Vito. Tell us why Vito wore a dress. So there was a lot of reports and rumours saying that it was Vito's idea to do it, but it wasn't. It was Stephanie McMahon had been watching The Sopranos and seen one of the characters on there was called Vito, and he was gay. And they should they should thought, let's make our Vito wear a dress, which <laughs> I is... I don't know where she gets it from, being mm. the daughter of Vince McMahon. And then... I think on TV he was what part of the full-blooded Italians, and they were, a couple, a couple other wrestlers went to Nunzio and went, "Oh, we saw, we saw Vito wearing a dress downtown." And he's like, "No, they wouldn't. He would never do that. Why would Vito wear a dress? That's weird." And then he started turning up on TV in a dress, and he would wrestle in his dress. And people, JBL, refused to do commentary when Vito was wrestling, and numerous wrestlers refused to wrestle him because he was wearing a dress. Horrendous gimmick purely because of just how minus five stars straight away it's not a very nice gimmick no it's it's mean yeah and it's not even like it's because uh, you he's just wearing a dress there's nothing wrong with that if you want to wear a dress what Mantar's wearing? now a lot of people are going to go well ross you were involved in wcpw and you had a match where the loser had to put on a dress and i'll say to you i wasn't on the booking mm, team looking so team. up yours yeah <laughs> <laughs> I agree, it's a minus five stars gimmick yeah. and shame on Stephanie McMahon. Def and again, especially when you're looking at Vito, when I was getting into wrestling in WCW around 99, 2000, mm -hmm. you think about the Mamelukes. I'm breaking yeah. your fingers. The so you can't eat the cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's why it's, uh, it's working so well in NXT right now, the, the Italian gimmick. It's, it's a uh, bit different. It's a bit different, but the thing with this gimmick is it could have done something really progressive and something really sort of nice around it and going he, it doesn't matter what he's wearing he's still one of the most talented members of the roster or whatever but instead they went the mean way yeah and today that one it wouldn't be allowed now and it shouldn't be allowed now shouldn't have been allowed back then in 2005 2006 yeah and it's a shame to see people like Vito I don't know what he's like as a person but as a wrestler he was, I thought he was quite was good. good like I was going back to me WCW found him in the hardcore division mm -hmm. I found him entertaining when I was an 8 year old boy yeah <laughs> we're moving on now to the hip hop hippo and Funkasaurus himself <sighs> oh, from Planet Funk <laughs> is it it's effing bull poo or minus five stars one of the um, two I think it's I reckon some people might have found it entertaining so we'll put it in effing bull poo you've got to think WWE at that time we're talking 2011 2012 2013 era that is PG WWE yeah and that is exactly what they wanted the worst aspect of this gimmick is like Veer like Emelina they built up Brodus Clay for months mm. and months and months and he came out and but I, tell you, I quite like the shock of it looking back on it now. Funk is on. Because obviously he was—he was whose henchman was he for the longest oh, time? Oh, oh, we don't want to mention him. Oh, Alberto something. Oh, other. Oh, we don't want yeah, to talk about yeah, him. Yeah. But he was the henchman and he was the NXT, you know. But the protégé. fact he kept back is the polar opposite of that. Just like oh, big henchman gimmick. I initially I was like, ah. looking back on it now. 
it's not good, but he's it, a dickhead these yeah, days. He is, he is. He's, he's saying <laughs> stuff online and, and on TV programs we don't agree with. It's not a great gimmick. I like we're saying numerous times before. There's no potential to it in terms of going anywhere as a comedy gimmick. It works, but it just not well. But it is just a shame because when you are a larger fella in the WWE back in the day, mm-hmm. no matter who you were. You were gonna dance eventually because Vince McMahon likes seeing big lads dance. It's a it's a strange fascination he's got, isn't yeah. it? It's just oh you're you, you know you're big dance. You know, Go but Omos is the, the the guy who's gone phew yeah. the loudest <laughs> of all <laughs> with all the stuff that's gone down recently yeah. because you would assume that now he's not going to be dancing in the future. You would hope so. You would assume. You would hope so. Hopefully, anyway, the Yate. Well. I, I don't think we can Who isn't a Yeti? He's a mummy. He's a, he's a mummy, but they went and called him the Yeti. I don't think you can place any, this anything above minus five stars. His debut was brilliant, though. When it, he came out and just started humping Hogan from the rear. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, it's the sort of content uh, you want on your wrestling. Yeah, but let's, what year was that? That was 95. 95. Halloween so, Havoc. You know, you you rush home from school. You're watching it on TV. That's not what you want to be this, seeing on the TV. Match, was it, this was, oh, I should have looked this up. It was the match with the monster trucks, wasn't it? Yeah, on the roof. Was it? Yeah, it might have been. I think so. Was Let it? Let us know in the comments below. I can't remember. I've gone blank. Anyway, just the it's around that period of time. It was the feud with Paul White, wasn't it? It's the zombie ten years before. Yeah, yeah. it's the zombie ten years before, and it's not good. It's Jack's favourite gimmick, right now. Yeah, but. It's not good. It's minus five stars. It is minus five stars. And I think that is a nice way to end this tier list because I'm looking at the other gimmicks. Some of them I don't recognise. One's got a horrible thing that we can't show on YouTube. Otherwise, we'll get demonetised. And, and some of them are just baffling choices in there. Donald you... Trump's on there for some reason. I mean, we mentioned that we were going to rate their, their choices here. Cameron Grimes should Cameron be on there. Cameron should not be on there. Xavier Abaddon Woods. should not be on there. No, Abaddon, neither Xavier Woods. John Moxley when he had pink hair. It's just pink hair. And Brody Lee. Brody Lee. Definitely the exalted one. There. So get those off the bottom of that list. West They're fantastic. West Coast Pop underscore yeah. on Twitter. So yeah, this one's on the tier maker, as is all the cultaholic ones that we've done in the past. They're all on there. You can just scroll down to the bottom of the page and see who's created them mm-hmm. to see the ones we've made. Um, but there we go. We go, of course, through the tiers now and work out who needs to go up and who needs to go yes. down. So not even bad when you think about it. The B team, Raw Tag Team Championships, uh, Champion, sorry, the Spirit Squad, good wrestlers to a man. Yeah. Did their job okay. Yeah. Shame. Enough. I don't think they, they need to move, I say up, move worse. They don't have to get, they're not worse than that. Yeah, they're, they're not worse than that. Gene Snitsky, fine big man. Yeah. Kicked a baby, fantastic. Yeah. The boogeyman did his role well. Three count, I love them. Mm-hmm. Mohammed Hassan, the initial gimmick, not what it turned not into. Not what it turned into. Not the worst ever. Yeah. Fine. A gimmick that could be used today, which is a sad commentary on the world. This is the area. I think we might have to move some a little bit. <laughs> so Emelina is bad. Yes. We set that as the base. <laughs> we set that the as base the base. Bad. But I think if we're saying Mohamed Hassan started off good and it was the end point that was worse, I don't think she's the worst off the bad tier. No. I think she's at the complete the other opposite end. end. yeah. Because again, there could have been something there. It was just they wasted the, the opportunity and the talent there. Becky Lynch is lazy bad. It is lazy bad, but is it worse than Isaac Yankum. No, yeah, no. No, it's not. And it's, it's not, not worse, worse than, than Black Rain. Is it worse? It's in the same sort of ballpark as Shorty G. G. So I think right there is I think we size. move those. That Kevin Thorne, I think, is worse than Mordecai. So I think, yeah, that's sort I of I think that's, that's, that's the bad tier as it is. Yeah, I don't Or is ba- Black Rain worse? Black Rain's worse than... Worse than I, Isaac Yankum. Because at least Isaac Yankum had matches with like Bret Hart and stuff, didn't he? And... You would imagine that Glenn Jacobs isn't embarrassed about that period of his career. No. He may be. Maybe we move Maybe. Black Rain up a bit. I'm, I wouldn't object. Into there. Right at the bottom? But is, not, he, is he worse or better than the He's funk, worse than the Funkadactyls. He's worse than the, funk, the Funkadactyls. He's Planet worse Planet. than Paul Burchill. Yeah. I mean, if, Gold, if, if Dustin Rhodes hates this as much as he does, it's let's a, put him there. You're welcome, Dustin. Yeah, I know you you're go. a big fan, obviously. Uh, into the effing bull poo, not quite the worst tier, but the second worst mm-hmm. tier. Akeem deserves to be there. Yes. AJ Styles' flair is not as bad as Akeem the African Dream, no. I would argue, but it's still really bad. It's bad. Heidenreich, no. Oh, no. I don't, don't think, I think, I think we're, we're solid there. I'd maybe, yeah, I'll keep them as they are. Yeah. Into the worst tier we go now, okay. and I'm just, this is down to you, Fraser. This right. is the tradition here as we're doing the Gary YouTube, and I always ask the guest, the guest Gary, is Kung Fu Naki worse than Black Rain? Yeah. In fact, no, we're going to leave Dustin there. Is he's Oklahoma. Def- he's yeah. definitive worse. He's worst. definitive worse because he hates it. Yeah. And if he hates it, we hate it too. 
Okay. He seems a nice man. He's got lovely dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. has got nice dogs. Yeah, he's got a lovely new master called like Beast. Yeah. We both like dogs. So yeah. yeah. Uh, Oklahoma is Oklahoma worse than Kung Fu Naki? This is a really hard right, question. So, yeah, it is a very hard question. In my mind, all the three that we've got there, Kung Fu Naki, Oklahoma, and Eugene, are all on the same pedestal. Right. We'll bad. keep them there. I think that's although they're in that order, they're the same. Right. So gobbledygooker is that worse than the zombie? No. Is the Shockmaster worse than the zombie? Yes. He, he didn't even get through his entrance. Is Max Moon worse than than the Shockmaster? No. Is Mantor worse than the Shockmaster? No. Vito in his dress is worse than the Shockmaster? No. Is the well, Yeti... Well, actually, no. No, actually, I'm moving Vito. Should we yeah. move him into there? No, because I, in terms of what we were saying earlier of how bad it was and just in terms of surrounding it and the context that they used it in I think it goes way down the minus five stars I think we put it it's worse than the zombie I think it's worse than Shotmaster it's in that group there because it's it's mean and it's picking on someone a large large clip that's, it's a good reason in there yeah. and then finally the Yete worse than Vito uh, no we'll keep that there yeah I think that's that's an appropriate Appropriate minus five stars. So there we have it. In the opinion of West Coast Pop underscore with 114 followers on Twitter. <laughs> those were the worst professional wrestling gimmicks of all time. And we have worked out that minus the de facto choice of Black Ray because Dustin Rhodes yep. hates it so much. The Kung Fu Naki, Oklahoma and Eugene are the, the worst. worst. They're minus five stars. The minus minus five stars. Yes. They're the worst. They're the worst. Yeah. So take that one. Argue, tell us we're wrong about them. I dare you. Yeah. You'll make on. yourself like a fool. Don't do that. But if you want to give the comment down below, please leave one. It helps with the algorithms and whatnot. Give the video a like. Give Cultaholic Wrestling a subscribe. Do Why it. not, eh? Any closing remarks, Gary? No, I think that was a really fun fun list to go down. It's a tough one. There were some tough areas it of that. It makes you proud to be a wrestling fan, absolutely, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. I think... I want to go and watch some good gimmicks now. Maybe we should... Yeah, well, we should probably do that. Who is the best gimmick Who's of all time? Coming in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I've been Gary YouTube. That's been some more Gary YouTubing. The basic bitch content all the YouTubers do are no better than them. He's been Gary YouTube as well. And we'll see you next time as we look for the best gimmick Whoa. in the history of professional wrestling. Find out who that is when we do it, whenever that happens. Ta-da. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.